0: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Inside Purple and
1: Gold. Yeah, you have five picks, and if you do decide to move up, you're going to have less picks in this year's draft and you're going to deplete next year's draft and potentially years drafts after that as well. Um, it, it is definitely imperative that they, they figure out a way to kind of fill out the defense, both just from a depth perspective and a young talent perspective. Um, they've made certain signings this off season, whether it's Marcus Davenport, Dean Lowry, Byron Murphy, like these guys are going to play immediately but you want talent in the pipeline. And and right now the talent that we know is currently in the pipeline from last year's draft. There's a lot of unknown surrounding those players in in particular. Uh, Brian Osimo, I think he's a slam dunk starter next year. I think we know what, that he's going to play. Um, There's not really any sort of worry that comes along with him. We'll see how good he is. I think he flies around. I think he's, you know, in that sense, he's going he's gonna to be good for Brian Flores' his defensive scheme. But if you look at guys like Lewis, Seen, um, Andrew Booth Jr., Caleb Evans, like guys like that, talented in theory, but Seen coming off just a devastating leg injury. Um, Booth hasn't been healthy since high school, which he said. During in the draft process, yeah, or, yeah. you know, shortly after the draft process, a Caleb Evans, three concussions last year. Yeah. Um, a, a fourth one maybe just ends his career. So you have people in the building that, that you think probably can, you know, play or, you know, be a valuable pieces moving forward. Um, but why me and you, Tom are talking about what they need to do in the draft as far as filling out the defense is because you don't always know, or you don't know necessarily if those guys are going to be around, um, long-term just, there's a lot of question marks surrounding, you know, and I picked those three in particular, you, you could stretch across the defense. Um, it's aging, it's getting older too. So you just need to kind of have an influx of young talent. Um, and the best way to do that as we know is the draft. Um, but as both Quasey and Kevin O'Connell said yesterday, you know, the best and most important position in football is the quarterback position. So if you have a solid defense or you have, uh, you know, a cornerbacks room, ripe with, with young talent and a linebackers room that has two up and coming stars. Um, but you don't have a quarterback after this year when Kirk cousins potentially leaves, or you potentially decide not to sign him again, then then you don't have much. So if the, I guess the drawback or if, what you have to sacrifice is, is your talent on defense, your young talent on defense to get a guy that you truly believe in at the quarterback position. I think you have to do it. I think they will do it. Um, but I think you're right. When you say like, they're going to play the board. I don't think it's necessarily like, well, we're trading five first round picks to move up to three to Arizona and we're getting Anthony Richardson. I think it's something where maybe if, if certain guys fall or, you know, on draft night, if, if, if they, they have a feeling, um, then they do it, um, but I don't think it's something they've decided today. Like, okay, we're going to go do this on draft night. We're moving up and getting our guy.
0: One, one lens i look at, look through it. And like, this is not the, <laughs> the only way to look at it, but like they hired Flores, Right. And I think of like mm-hmm. O'Connell and Flores have this longstanding relationship. And again, I'm guessing based on like the history between them and also just like Brief interactions during the press conference but like it seems like they're close right and it's like there's some trust there right i think a little bit of it is like that cell is well you can't be the head coach right if you're O'Connell, you're like that's me but this is better than the arizona job this is going to be better than your situation in miami like i'm sure he's going through all the merits of the vikings organization and in some ways he's putting on himself you can trust me i'm going to take you seriously i'm an offensive guy i need someone to take care of the defense and if you go to flores and say well we didn't get you a ton of young players because we traded out. We thought Richardson's going to be really good. Arizona gave us a good deal, or we really believe in hooker and Levis and like, it's just other teams aren't seeing what we saw in the process. And by the way, Flores is probably involved in this. He was a head coach. It's not like he doesn't understand offense, but like um, I think he goes, yeah, I get it. I get the trade-off you made. Like you want a succession plan for Kirk. You're looking at his age, his cost, uh, what you did with his contract to be uh cap compliant. Um, uh, He's going to get that, right? Um, having said that, I think O'Connell, if he, if they can't get their guy, right? I think O'Connell and Kweisi probably go like. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today yeah, let's take care of Flores, right? Maybe he's one and done. Maybe he's out. Maybe there's just no way he goes. But if you're going to, I think we talked about this when we hired him. If you're going to retain him, A, I feel like he's going to have to have a different title at some point, like essentially functionally like an assistant head coach. He's just of the defense, right? Um, But like, you kind of taking care of him in that here's all these young guys, right? We know all of them are going to work out. We also know these unfortunate circumstances. It's an unfortunate circumstance when seen who I think is a really exciting player, like hard hitting, like kind of once he figures out the mental aspect and the, the speed of football, like I think he could become kind of a fan favorite. a la like Harrison Smith or whatever. Right. But that's assuming he stays healthy. Assuming. it's, you know, develops correctly. Um, He gets hurt in London, right. And a foreign country, Caleb Evans, one of like the most liked players, right. You know, you talk about how he like interacts with people on Twitter, just kind of his general demeanor. Um, A guy who it seems like was overachieving, right. Gets three concussions. Right. And I think like what Quacey is offering here, if they go the defense route, if they go with this multiple picks route is like, You're going to have enough, man, right? You know, enough of these guys are going to be good. It might be the seventh rounder, and we're surprised the second rounder doesn't, right? Or you might really like what you got from the third round. I think of, like, a Daniel Hunter. You couldn't have done a better job in the draft. When they drafted him, you're like, wait, isn't this guy, like, he had, like, three sacks at LSE or something like that, right? But you looked at how fit he was, the relative athletic score, um, kind of what he was capable of, right? And they envisioned it, and, and he's been great until he had, like, a... A broken disc, right? Or whatever in his back. And you're like, well, of course that affects his play and also, um, you know, will endanger his career. So like, I think, I think what he's, I think what is probably offering any of these coaches is I'm just giving you the odds. Right. And so it's either like, I got to kind of go all in and be like, really believe in this quarterback right he's talked about 60 40 or whatever i feel like he's got to be kind of 70 30 that that quarterback's gonna work out otherwise he's giving you a whole bunch of 50 50 propositions basically on the defense i really think that's going to be the approach to the draft and i understand like people are going to go what about receiver what about like fixing the offensive line i'm not suggesting that they wouldn't only take um defense but i think it's foolish if they like spend on that like use that first rounder. let's say on a a receiver that they're like 50 50 on instead of kind of grabbing two 50 50 defensive players and i just know how this works right it's like these flashy offensive players move up because owners are like who's my quarterback man i watched that guy at florida state and he was blowing up or whatever the receiver or whatever and i think wisely and this is the advantage i think the vikings have is it doesn't seem like they have meddling owners and i think most guys left their own devices will go i'm either going all in for the quarterback or given the defensive situations the Vikings had last year they're going yeah you probably aren't going to know who a lot of these players are but like they're going to be foundational parts of the defense so uh, that's where I kind of came to this conclusion that it's kind of going to be one or the other it's either going to be the draft everyone remembers because they went and got the franchise quarterback or it's going to be one where they're like oh yeah that's right they kind of started building the foundation of the defense in those first two drafts